Welcome to Current Radio's Papers and AI Station. Please enjoy today's selection of the latest research papers in artificial intelligence. Good day to our astute listeners. Today, we're looking at a topic that's as serious as it gets, the dark side of digital communication. Right, Bella? Absolutely, Arnold. We're talking about a new study that's tackling the seedy underworld of grooming and drug dealing in online chat logs. It's a digital battlefield for law enforcement. And the weapon of choice in this battle, it's called Joint KP++. Quite the mouthful, but it's essentially a supercharged key phrase extractor designed to sift through mountains of chat data. It's like finding a needle in a haystack. But what this study suggests is that Joint KP++ can pinpoint those needles faster and more accurately than ever before, thanks to some clever improvements. They've thrown in some heavyweight BERT-based models to train this beast. That's BERT, Roberta, SpanBERT, and BERT Timbau for those in the know. And the results? They're saying it's a game changer. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. This is cutting edge, but it's still early days. This tech needs to be put through its paces, and I'm sure there'll be plenty of scrutiny from the forensic community. You're right, Bella. And while the tech is promising, we've got to remember the human element here. It's about protecting the vulnerable and bringing the bad guys to justice. Couldn't agree more. It's a tool, not a silver bullet. But if it can help even a little to make the digital world safer, it's worth keeping an eye on. We'll be following this closely, folks. And we'll keep you updated on this and other breakthroughs. Remember, knowledge is power, and in this case, it could mean safety for the unsuspecting. Until next time, stay informed and stay safe. Now shifting gears to our next topic. Good evening, listeners. Arnold here with my brilliant co-host, Bella. And today we're tackling a topic that's quite the brain teaser. Aren't we, Bella? Indeed, Arnold. We're venturing into the world of ontology-driven processing of transdisciplinary domain knowledge. It's a mouthful, but stick with us. This is about breaking down barriers in science. Barriers in science? Now that's something you don't hear every day. So what's the scoop? Well, the crux of this study is that real-world problems, the big ones facing humanity, are a lot more complex than your standard scientific conundrum. And our current scientific methods are struggling to keep up. So we're talking about issues that can't be solved by one field alone, but rather need a, what's the word? Transdisciplinary approach. It's about creating a scientific worldview that transcends individual disciplines and encourages more effective collaboration. Ah, transdisciplinary, like building bridges between islands of knowledge. But what's this about an ontology-driven process? Ontologies in this context are like blueprints for categorizing and connecting concepts across different fields. They're the tools that could help us create a unified scientific theory that's universally accepted. Sounds ambitious, but you said there's no systematic methodology for this yet, right? Exactly. The study's author, Kirillo Malakoff, is highlighting the need for a new scientific theory that can guide us towards a holistic understanding of the world. It's about evolving how we do science. And that's where the nonlinear interdisciplinary interaction comes in. It's not just about playing nice across disciplines. It's about fundamentally changing our approach to research. Absolutely. And while this is still in the early stages, the potential implications for how we tackle global challenges are huge. It's a scientific evolution in the making. Well, listeners, you've got to admit that's pretty exciting stuff. We'll be sure to keep an eye on how this transdisciplinary theory develops. 
For now, it's back to the lab for the researchers and back to the drawing board for us as we try to make sense of it all. Until next time, stay curious. Now, shifting gears from the complexities of transdisciplinary science, we turn our attention to a fascinating intersection of technology and legality. Brace yourselves, because we've stumbled upon a new development that's bound to captivate your curiosity. In the ever-evolving intersection of technology and legality, we've stumbled upon a new development, haven't we, Bella? Absolutely, Arnold. We're looking at how the giants of language models, like GPT-4, are now stepping into the legal arena. The title itself is quite the teaser. From text to structure, using large language models to support the development of legal expert systems. Now, for our listeners who might not be familiar with the jargon, when we talk about legal expert systems, we're referring to the AI that helps laypeople navigate the complex world of legislation, right? Spot on. And the crux of the problem these researchers are tackling is the grueling task of translating legal text into a formal, structured representation that these systems can use. It's usually a painstaking process, but it seems that might be changing. That's the exciting part. The study explores how large language models might just be the tool to automate this. They're using these LLMs to generate what they call pathways from the legislation, which I believe is part of the JusticeBot methodology. You got it. JusticeBot is all about aiding legal decision support systems. And from what the abstract says, they've pitted these AI-generated pathways against manually created ones. The results? They're promising. With 60% of these AI pathways being rated as equivalent or even better than the human effort. That's a game changer. It hints at a future where AI could significantly speed up the development of transparent and explainable legal systems. But Bella, do you think? If I may jump in, Arnold, it's not just about speed, it's about accessibility. Imagine a world where anyone, regardless of their legal know-how, can get reliable AI-powered guidance on legal matters. That's democratization of the law in a way. But of course, there's a long road ahead. Validation, ethical considerations, the works. Indeed. The implications for privacy, accuracy, and how we even perceive legal advice are profound. This isn't just a tech upgrade, it's a societal shift. And as always, we'll be here to break it down and discuss every step of that journey. Listeners will keep you updated on this blend of AI and legal expertise. For now, let's marvel at the possibilities, and as always, stay informed. Until next time, Arnold. Until next time, Bella, and to everyone out there, keep questioning, keep learning, that's all from us today. In the ever-evolving world of technology and AI, we've just explored how language models are stepping into the legal arena. But now, get ready for a topic that's sure to tug at your heartstrings, empathy. With a high-tech twist, of course. Stay tuned as we dive into the fascinating world of AI understanding human emotions. Good day, listeners. Arnold here, and I'm joined by the ever-insightful Bella. Today, we're talking about a topic that's sure to tug at your heartstrings, 21, empathy, but with a high-tech twist, right, Bella? That's right, Arnold. We're looking at how the cold, calculating world of AI is learning to understand our warm, fuzzy feelings. The paper in question is titled Chain of Empathy, Enhancing Empathetic Response of Large Language Models Based on Psychotherapy Models. Quite a mouthful, isn't it? Indeed, but let's break it down. The researchers have developed something called the chain of empathy prompting. It's a method that draws from the wisdom of psychotherapy to coax these large language models, or LLMs, into reasoning about human emotions. 
Now that's fascinating. But Bella, how exactly does this work? Well, Arnold, they've taken cues from various psychotherapy approaches like cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavior therapy, among others. Each of these therapies has unique ways of interpreting people's mental states, and the researchers have used these patterns to guide the LLM's responses. So you're saying the AI is getting a crash course in human psychology? That's pretty cool. But I'm curious, what's the outcome? Are these LLMs actually getting better at understanding us? They are. Without this chain of empathy prompting, the LLMs were mostly dishing out exploratory responses. But with COE, they've noticed a richer array of empathetic responses that align with the different psychotherapy models. And guess what? The cognitive behavioral therapy-inspired responses were the most balanced. That's impressive. It's like we're teaching AI to be better listeners, more in tune with our emotional needs. But I have to ask, what does this mean for the future of AI and human interaction? It's a big step towards creating AI that's not just smart, but also sensitive to the context and emotional state of the user. This could lead to safer, more empathetic AI that can be used in therapeutic settings, or even just make our everyday interactions with technology more pleasant. Hold on, Bella. Are we on the verge of having AI therapists? That's a game changer. But let's not forget, this is still early days. The research has just been submitted, and there's a long road ahead before these empathetic AIs start chatting with us. Absolutely, Arnold. There's a lot of potential here, but also a lot of testing and ethical considerations to work through. Still, it's an exciting glimpse into what the future of AI might hold. Until then, we'll keep our human empathy at the ready, right? Couldn't agree more, Bella. And with that, we wrap up another thought-provoking segment. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Stay empathetic and stay tuned for more cutting-edge updates from the world of tech and science.